Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece, uh, give it our super scientific rating, and just chit-chat and be friends. Um, Julie, before we even get into recommendations, I have a few things I want to follow up on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One is, how is, has Penny gotten into the litter box? Oh my God, no. (gasps) Okay. And when I tell you, this is my cones of Dunshire. So after a few days of her not being able to get into it, uh-huh. it's just a bunch of boxes taped together in an elaborate manner in which I've cut and trimmed to make it a, pow- a pathway. Um, I decided I didn't like the look of it because it's like mismatched boxes and whatnot. Yeah. So I found very cheap because money. Um, <laughs> I found very cheap a like wood grain contact paper. Oh, Yes, mid-century modern. We love it. So now I'm in the process of wood grain contact papering my uh, litter box tunnel to prevent my dog from getting into it, but also being to be aesthetically pleasing. But are you happy and satisfied? I I am. She literally has not gotten into it in days. Like and... it, that's unheard of in this house right now. <laughs> Uh, then I think it's all worth it. Uh, and oh, then so worth thing, it. <laughs> second thing is, um, did you pick up the shoulder lotion? Have you used it? What are your thoughts? Oh, I did pick up the shoulder lotion. Big fan. Love it. Mm-hmm. I have a counter lotion recommendation. <gasps> yes. Um, <laughs> for different, this is for different needs though. Love it. Um, so as you know, and probably people that have listened, I have I like bite my nails and my cuticles really bad mm-hmm. so my recommendation for that came from a friend Jacqueline it is called bag balm okay and it's one of those like been around since the 1800s from the Vermont farm Ooh. situation it's a green little tin um it it looks like a super thick Vaseline I don't know what's happening there but I do know that it works really well uh-huh. Um, and if you're lucky, <gasps> you can find it at like Marshall's uh-huh. for like a third of the price. Let me get Marsh. Interesting. Is that also the recommendation you would like to tell listeners for this episode? Have I talked about Zelda yet? No. Okay, then obviously that's my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm deep in Zelda right now. Oh. I don't I don't uh, my lines are being blurred from friendship and podcast what does that mean <laughs> that I don't know if you've talked about it on this podcast or if we've just talked about it oh okay well I love it my recommendation is a very old one but I just feel like you should know this that I finally started watching the good place <laughs> Oh my gosh, you hadn't watched it? I hadn't watched it because I wasn't just like, I need to be in like a mood, like the right mood. Like it took me like three oh, years. Oh, I get that. Yeah, and like three years to get into Shit's Creek. You know, just like, especially if it's really hyped up. Mm-hmm. People are like, you're mm-hmm. going to love this. You're like, eh, okay, give me a second. Um, so yeah, so I just started watching it this week. And since the episodes are super short, I got, I'm getting through them pretty quickly. And it's just really nice and sweet. I will say this about Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Sharon was staying with me and she had started watching it first. 
Mm -hmm. So she was watching this in the room. I hadn't seen like, you know, the, the establishing episodes to know what was happening. Yeah. So I was really only seeing it from like a, a later standpoint for a while. And without that first few episodes to really understand what's going on, like I hated the show. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is awful. These people are awful. Why are we watching a show with awful people? And yeah. this poor, like she was trying to explain it to me and it wasn't working. And now I'm like, oh God, it's so good. Mm -hmm. They're not awful people. That's the, yeah. Anyway, I'm explaining to someone that's watched it. No, but, but it just, I think you, you come to certain things at a certain time that's right you know mm -hmm. especially in our streaming world where it's like yes. oh that was on like six years ago but now i'll start watching it um oh i will actually here's a streaming world made me think of this here's another recommendation i'll make um mm -hmm. if you are not someone in the industry i highly recommend sort of looking up the writer's strike and oh, yeah, understanding yeah. what's happening um you know, when when streamers first came out, I think it's like 25 years ago at this point, mm -hmm. um, this all came up and nothing was done then. And so now we're sort of embedded in this and the streamers are like, well, why, why do you possibly want more? This is how it's always been, because that's, you know, what happens with people in power. Mm -hmm. um, but the implications are really far reaching. And as the Actors Guild and the Directors Guild begin their negotiations we're gonna see it them in complete agreement that's why they've been um on the strike lines because they will also strike mm -hmm. so i think it's gonna be like i read something that already in the time that the writers guild has been striking the streaming companies have lost the amount of money that if they had just agreed to the demands mm -hmm. they've already lost that amount of money but you know people in power want to stay in power yeah i mean i so i would love to take the like late night episodes you know i i don't stay up past 9 30 ever um except for next week Woo. uh but i watched all those late night show clips on youtube the next day and the mm -hmm. late night shows get paid for me watching on youtube the next day and when there are no more clips because the writers are on strike they don't make yeah so that that makes complete sense that they're already losing that much money and mm -hmm. i don't and unlike other writer strikes this is i this is going to be a long one i just feel like this is going to be a really long one um, well yeah and you can see it playing out in the court of public opinion as well mm -hmm. of like this is a thing that drives me bonkers when people demand better treatment and and the response of people that are like not in the industry or in the know or whatever is like well just get a different job oh i haven't like seen anyone say that thank goodness oh god it oh. is it, it just like it immediately gets under my craw. I love it when you say craw. I know. It's one of my favorites. So, Julie. Laura. Today, we're going to talk about Julie mm -hmm. and Julia. No, I thought this was like, you were you were prompting me something. I was like, yes, but. No, no. I, that's. 
<laughs> so I was like, so many jewelies. Um, so if for those who haven't seen the movie, here's a little synopsis. Frustrated with a soul-killing job, New Yorker Julie Powell, played by Amy Adams, embarks on a daring project. She vows to prepare all 524 recipes in Julia Child's landmark cookbook, Mastering the Art of French Cooking. Intertwined with Julie's story is the true tale of how Julia Child, played by Meryl Streep, conquered French cuisine with passion, fearlessness, and plenty of butter. Don't hate it. Yeah, it's rotten to me. Yeah, I like it. So I picked this one because about a month into me being laid off, someone recommended I watch it. And I was like, it was the perfect movie for that. And so I just thought we might need to revisit it. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I interpreted you saying, let's watch this movie as like, let's watch something lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And I was very confused when like the movie started with like, a montage of her getting these calls <laughs> about 9-11 about and I was like what Laura and I have very different views about what is comfortable well I I see this movie as lighthearted because it's it's a I think it is a rom-com but you are romancing your passion in life <laughs> oh I I like loved the movie uh yeah uh which I can get into later is interesting because the book actually made me angry. Ooh. Um, but I did really, I was like, oh, I like this movie. Good, good. Um, I would from I never read the book, but from the blog post that she writes, I don't I wonder if this is why you didn't like it. I was it just felt very like whiny, and it's like you chose to do this, no one made you. Um, yeah, and in my, like, remembering, like, having read the book, I, like, went online, and I was like, oh, she passed away, so I don't want to speak ill of the dead, (laughs) but, Mm. um, when I read this book, I do recall being, like, very angry at her takes on stuff, Mm -hmm. um, and I, like, I will say the movie ended before the epilogue of the book, which was one of the times I was, like, most angry, Mm -hmm. um, because in my recollection mm-hmm. and you know who knows I might have been in a in a place at the time that I read it but in my recollection the end of the book was very much like I was sad and I just did this mere thing and then I was happy and you can too it's so easy to fix your life oh got it like that toxic pot, like the girl wash your face of it all yeah and I I just remember the time being like uh, it's it's actually it's actually not that easy julie mm-hmm. it's not um but that may have just been where i was in in the mental space um it is also interesting so her follow-up book was called i think cleaving okay about how both she and her husband had extramarital affairs oh and um i actually think that the movie does a really good job of sort of like showing the cracks in that relationship Mm -hmm. because in the book I don't remember her necessarily like going into that it was you know again a little bit of that like no everything's fine yeah like the only thing that's bad is my job Mm -hmm. well I also think she uh, that that was definitely a the 2000 like 
sixes to 2000 and basically till the pandemic that like hashtag the hustle hashtag girl boss do it all you know you can pick yourself up was also just what sold books too you know what yeah. I mean didn't that girl wash her face girl also her and her husband are getting like they got a divorce too they got a um they got a divorce and he actually passed away about three months ago oh my gosh yeah from a drug overdose oh my gosh yeah yeah that I don't know about you but I'm getting um where I don't want my life to be a brand Mm. and I think we see that a lot okay let's talk about the movie (laughs) okay okay um so what did you think about it Julie you said you liked it yeah um I mean first of all Stanley Tucci Mm. in a cooking movie fantastic yes um in general everyone in the movie like was like oh wow this person's in this oh wow this person's in this Jane Lynch yeah um Sally Field mm-hmm. like a lot of really great performances um and not necessarily people playing like their usual performative roles too yeah um so I I did like I I did really like this movie and um I think part of the reason I liked it was because it wasn't like easy like we saw that it was hard yeah Um, but we also saw her like called out for her behavior so it was interesting oh mary jane um i can't remember her last name but she's in 24 among other things Mm, yep plays the friend um they have that interesting conversation at the bar where after her and the husband and her husband have a fight and she's like he said i'm a bitch or whatever Mm -hmm. and then she's like do you think i'm a bitch and her friend's like well yeah Mm mm-hmm um and it's so interesting that that's in there because I actually don't think they gave us like a whole lot of like Amy Adams being a bitch yeah um but like obviously there's something to that and you know the original Julie Powell and look I feel like I'm a bitch a lot so I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing I want to be very clear about that Mm -hmm. I think bitch is often used to describe women that like don't play into the power structure yeah or that question things that should be questioned yeah i i agree i like that it was um like first off both of these like passions or ideas were met with like yeah you should do it but it wasn't like this is your next career you know it was like oh yeah that'd be fun that'll kind of get you out of like whatever vibe and then the more they started to like climb uphill the the harder it got like the Mm -hmm, more mm -hmm. you know and even when they thought that they like quote unquote made it you know I I actually and I know it's just her life but when she felt like she was finally in a Julia Child in a place in France where she like knew what she was doing they got shipped back yeah it's like and that's life but here we go, you know? And so I really enjoyed that aspect. And I think also like we often get this messaging of like, if you work hard, Mm -hmm. then good things will happen and things will be easier. And I think that like, sure, like if you work hard, maybe that's enough. Yeah. Sometimes it's not enough and you also have to have luck, but working hard does not necessarily automatically make things easier 
No. And that's like a big thing that we're sort of like fed is like, oh, it'll be easier because I've done the work. No, no. <laughs> it just brings different challenges. Mm -hmm. You have to have individuals who support you, but you also have, you can't forget that those individuals are supporting you. Like you can't no be mean to them or disregard them, which I think the movie shows that it's like, you can't take support for granted either. Yeah. I I thought that the 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 Julia like how Julia Child feels about this was interesting and that's not mm -hmm. an aspect that I recall. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily you know, like we're always skeptical about people doing stuff about us, you know, not that anyone's mm -hmm. like I want to do, but like I, I especially in a blog generation it'd be like no you're not if I was Julia Child, you know, and 90, and I heard someone was writing a blog, I'd be like, uh, like first well, of all, I'd be like, I don't know what a blog is. I'm yeah. angry. Uh, but like, oh, it's not an actual publication or newsletter. It's something online, which online was barely even a thing too. Mm -hmm. you know, back when you couldn't use <laughs> websites as resources for your papers. Um, that, yeah, I think she probably said something flippant and, but it would make sense to her of like no I would like an actual publication quote unquote you know well plus we saw this stuff about like I didn't realize her husband had been investigated mm -hmm. um so I could also see why she would be kind of like on the defense or mm -hmm. at least on the fence about like oh a stranger is looking into my life or whatever yeah oh did I already say Stanley Tucci? Yeah, but you can say it again. I just like, it literally, the minute I realized he was in this movie, like instant happiness. Yeah. He has a book, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but he has a book that's very much like, it's actually very similar to like um, Julia Child in that it's like elements of like autobiographical, like mm -hmm. he's talking about his life and things that happened. Then he's like, and here's the recipe. Mm -hmm. to sort of like share in that moment like he'll be like he'll talk about like his mom a lot um because she was like the cook and the chef that inspired him and then it'll be like and here's the recipe or whatever on tiktok he uh just randomly like cooks food or pours wine of course he does oh it's so comforting what a what a vision so julie mm -hmm. one out of ten wheels of brie what would you give this movie? Mm. Delicious, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'd give it a six. I mm. liked it. I I liked it a lot. There were some really great performances. Um, you know, it just I've seen it now. Mm hmm I'd give it a solid six as well. Wow. Not enough for a seven. Didn't it like intrigue me? But it was nice to have on and just watch and not really think while it was happening. Aesthetically pleasing. So Julie, what do you have to look forward to? Uh well, Laura, you're coming to visit. In like three days. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, I have short hair now. <laughs> And I have blonde hair. <laughs> so. Wait, uh, it did not look blonde when I saw you on the camera. 
I know it's because it, it's like well it's like a reddish blonde oh okay still but, though yeah but no I'm excited I yeah that's what I have to look forward to I'm excited to hang out with you see everybody hang out with your your wee one um for the record you just unlock like a little core memory with your reddish blonde because I always think of that part in Titanic reddish blonde reddish <laughs> blonde when she's like on the Carpathia looking for her kid oh you know that movie more than I do yeah, it used to be on my Christmas. Mm. Not because I'm sadistic, but because that was like the only time of year that you I was able to like it. watch a movie that long. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's my uh, usually my Harry Potter marathon time. Yep, because it's the only time I get to just watch all the Harry Potters. All right. Well, thank you for speaking of watching stuff. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners um rate review subscribe all that fun stuff and thanks for listening bye bye culture period piece podcast is a member of the trident network to catch more of our podcasts live shows and videos head over to the trident network.com 